the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. Man, we got a lot of things going on. Uh, we, we've got a big rally, another big rally in gold. Uh, the debt markets uh, were trying to avoid the disastrous auctions of last week. Well, there's only one way to avoid it. Higher rates, the 10-year note at new highs uh, that we have not seen, gosh, I don't even know how long it's been, uh, 20 years maybe, a uh, 491 on the 10-year note. Wall Street's under pressure. We had PIMCO walking away from 20 properties. We've heard from all the banks, huge deposit outflows. On the major banks, U.S. Bank, U.S. Bank, the fifth largest bank, it's just below $700 billion in assets. And once you get above the $700 billion number, uh, then you have all kinds of more requirements. U.S. Bank and their earnings yesterday said, hey, we're not going to go above it. Matter of fact, we're going to try to get a little bit smaller. Uh, this just tells you the immense pressure that is building in the debt markets, the immense pressure that is building upon these banks. And if you ever needed to have your assets protected, uh, now is one of those times. I mean, this is really sh- – I don't care. What, oh, well, it's like – it's kind of like 87. It, it's kind of like the 70s. It's kind of like the financial crisis. It's kind of like this. It's kind of like that. You know what? It's kind of like a lot of things uh, because this is the boom and bust cycle that they've put us on. And every bust, well, it's just bigger than the last bust. So if you did not like the financial crisis, you're not going to like this one as well. 800 951 0592, that is our toll-free number, wealth insurance. You know what we do. And listen, you guys all know you need to call. That's why you listen. Some of you have been putting it off. I'm waiting for the right time. I'm waiting for a sign or I'm waiting for the, well, it, 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 it's not terrible yet. And all, you know what? This is the time. You don't want to wait for the sign. Right, I mean, look at what gold's done already. Like gold's up like 150 bucks in a week, and nothing really that bad's happened yet. But it's getting ready to allamericangold.com. Uh, by the way, the President Biden in Israel today. There was, I guess, the big news: the bomb that hit the hospital. If you didn't see it in the Gaza Strip last night. Uh, it was more than just, it was also, it was a hospital slash shelter. Uh, both sides blaming each other, right? Israel says it was the terrorists, right? Hamas says, nope, it was Israel. I don't know. We'll probably never know. Uh, but immediately, 
all of the Arab countries. So Joe Biden yesterday was supposed to go to Jordan, was supposed to go to Qatar, was supposed to visit all these places. They all canceled. Tells you again, that's just how little pull we're starting to have. Uh, But this morning, here's where I'm getting to. I don't know about any of that. We'll cover more of that on a different show. This is the one that has me worried. The Biden administration this morning has drafted a foreign aid package. Now, I don't know how this works without a Speaker of the House and and all this stuff. Uh, Jim Jordan didn't get the votes yesterday. They're going to try again today. He's not getting the votes today either. Uh, Just just a, a news flash. But listen to this, and this is how they work it. They want another $100 billion for Ukraine and Israel. Now, here's the part that really is, well, it's not even funny. 90% of it is going to go to Ukraine. You know, because a lot of people think, oh, well, you know, Israel, you got to beef them up. Only $10 billion of the $90 billion is for Israel. The rest of it is for Ukraine. And, of course, we're trying to rein in spending. That's what the, the whole speakership problem is all about, is we got runaway spending. Jason, they're looking at adding $100 billion, $100 billion to the debt literally overnight. And I'm going to guess this bill passes because anybody that votes against aid for Israel, right, you're just going to get clobbered in the media, even though the majority of the money isn't even for them. Yeah, and I mean, and it, if they are able to avoid a government shutdown in November like they just did recently, I mean, that was three or 300-something billion they added to the debt. So you're talking another $100 billion plus whatever other expenditures they want to just add to get past another government shutdown. I mean, I, I've heard him talk about changing the rules, about kind of going past having a speaker to get things done. And I, I don't know all the rules really well, but it sure sounds like, oh, well, uh, maybe this not having a speaker of the House, we'll just yep. change the rules on how we do all this. So we can just let the president spend and bypass Congress. Is that what I'm starting to hear? The, the, the president yeah, spending exactly, and bypassing yeah. Congress. This is the, exactly what they're talking about. This is what they're what they're saying is potentially a temporary speaker that they could get enough Democrats to vote for McHenry. Uh, he is the uh, the guy that they're pointing to as being a temporary speaker so they can go out and and, and, uh, Patrick McHenry, he's a Republican from North Carolina, but so they go out and just spend tons of money. Listen, the Treasury already admitted we've got to sell $892 billion worth of debt in the fourth quarter. That number keeps going up as interest rates rise. Now they want to add another $100 billion. Jason, we're going to do another trillion dollars in just three months. This is why gold's rallying. This is why the bond markets are having liquidity problems. And this is why big money is taking their money out of the big banks. Pinto Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. The Dow's down 200 points. The S&P's down 32. The Nasdaq's down 127. The 10-year note now 492. Uh, we'll talk about why that is here in a minute crude oil it's up uh, a dollar and a half almost 89 dollars as oil crude oil inventory reports 
Big drops. Uh, record crude production again this week. 13.2 million barrels, but yet rig counts falling again. That's crazy. Uh, and big drops in not only oil, four-plus million barrels for the week. We had a big rise last week, uh, but it was gasoline stocks getting hit hard in Cushing, Oklahoma, uh, almost at the lowest levels that we've seen. They're within a whisper of being at, like, I don't even know, like 40-year lows. I mean, that's that's not a great thing uh, when you're talking about wanting lower inflation. Gold's up 20-plus dollars right now. Silver uh, was up, was down. Now now coming back here, silver right around $23 to the ounce. And I'm just going to keep telling you, when are you going to wake up? When are you going to realize having your money in the bank is inherently not safe? I wish it was, but it isn't. Well, why, what, but I get it. So oh, you're just saying that because you, you sell gold. No. I mean, I do sell gold, and I think it's a great reason why you want to buy some. But look at the earnings from these banks. Now, the headlines, oh, that bank, Jamie, well, it's good. You know, Bank of America's okay. You know, uh, Morgan Stanley could have been a little better, but overall, not bad. I heard some guy, some analyst, well, see, this says you can go ahead and buy bank stocks. Right? Idiots. You know what? The only thing I really care about, two things. Loan loss preserve, reserves, which keep rising. How much of their long-term debt that they've had to move into hold for maturity so they don't count as unrealized losses. By the way, skyrocketing. That's not good. But the biggest thing is, tell me about deposits. I get people pulling deposits out of the small banks because they're like, gosh, I mean, one guy leaves, two people leave, that bank could go under. That's risky. I get taking them out of the regional banks. Well, guys, they got a lot of commercial real estate, and man. Uh, that looks pretty nervous. Pimco just walked away from 20 buildings. This said, ah, we'll take a loss on it all. Here's the keys back. But the big banks, the big four banks, they've got money, billions, not tens of billions, hundreds of billions of dollars leaving. This isn't little guys. This isn't a guy saying, "Well, you know, I had four hundred thousand. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to the two fifty. These are huge, huge businesses. This is hedge funds. This is billionaires saying, "I need to get my money out." You can't put all your money into gold and silver. We get that. But this is why we give you options here. You can call Joey. The best non-bank in the world, Northwestern Mutual, without a doubt. Why refi? They're not correlated to Wall Street. They don't care. High fixed rates of return, up to 10.25%. 
I mean, who doesn't want that right now? And you know what? It's actually something you can feel good about, right? How many investments do we really feel good about? I mean, do we really feel good about owning Microsoft? Do we really feel good about owning Google, right, or Tesla or any of these other guys? Not really. This one you can. Check them out. InvestYrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y. Dot com, or just call them, 888-Y-REFI-24. And Jason, uh, it really is getting creepy out here uh, when we look. So today, uh, yesterday, late in the day yesterday, we had a big move in the bond market. Yields shot up, and, and we had another poor auction. But the bad days are today and tomorrow. For these auctions, because we, we're selling the longer-term debt. Today, it's 20-year notes. They're trying to avoid another disaster like last week. So now the bond market, Jason, it's already rising in anticipation of how bad these auctions are going to be. And on top of it now, the Biden administration just threw out another $100 billion. Right. Hey, by the way, here, here's some more money that, that we have to sell. Uh, this really is becoming a situation now where even without rates being raised, without the Fed raising rates, uh, the bond market is saying we got big problems. The IMF said the same thing at the meeting that they just had, Joe. Uh, under the thing I was reading from yesterday, the number six point is financial stability risks. Listen to this. The IMF warned against higher interest rates that could put more uh, some borrowers in a precarious position. Five percent of global banks are vulnerable to stress if rates remain high. An additional 30% of banks, including the world, some of the world's largest, will be vulnerable in a prolonged period of low growth and high inflation. That's the IMF saying the biggest bank, just saying exact thing you just said, Joe. IMF says big banks, small banks, vulnerabilities are all over the place, especially if things just stay where they're at. They didn't say about you know rates getting higher or, or inflation getting way worse. They just said if things stay the way they are, 30% of banks are going to just implode. Well, it's more than just banks. Uh, Italy's back in the news. Here we go. Remember pigs? It didn't get fixed. I told, None of the problems got fixed. That wasn't the point. They didn't try to fix them. They just tried to paper over it because they know they want a digital currency. It just wasn't ready yet. Uh, but Italy's prime minister was out saying that Italy is not going to make the EU budget requirements, and says that the government debt is going to be well above uh, the levels that they thought previous. And now all of a sudden, Jason Goldman Sachs is recommending investors to flee uh, the Italian market, say, get, in, get out of Italy. Uh, you know what? And, and think about BlackRock said don't buy U.S. debt, right? That under no circumstance do you buy that. Now Goldman today say, hey, don't buy Italian debt. Jason, pretty soon it's going to be, don't buy anybody's debt. And that's where you, you've talked about it, that liquidity just dries up. If you can't have a market, 
and there's no market, then everything freezes up. How do you get goods and services passed back and forth to the towns, cities, and countries that need to pass those things? If, if, if all that credit dries up, Joe, you have a freeze in liquidity. That's what happened in 2008. The reason, you know, if, if people that remember back then, but weren't really into economics, there was all this fear and all this distress and this crazy behavior from the, uh, the economic world. And most people, I don't think they really understood. It's like, what is all, you know, they didn't fear it. They didn't fear it like they feared COVID or 9-11. Well, they should have feared it worse than both because they were, the, these, these big brains in the economic world thought that the entire economic world was going to come to a complete standstill. You're talking losing 50 years of, of advancement in society worldwide just because nobody can trade money. And so, Joe, what you're talking about, if nobody wants any debt, can run a debt money system, you're freezing the entire economic world. This, this, it's, it's a worldwide depression is what you're, what you're talking about, Joe. Well, and again, uh, you bring up a great point. The markets froze up. In other words, nobody wanted to buy each other's debt. That's what happened. That's what started the financial crisis. Lehman Brothers went under because nobody wanted to lend them money because they looked at their balance sheet and said, there's no way we're going to lend you any money. And we're getting there again. These are all warnings. And we're seeing it happen. I mean, by all accounts, we're going to go 12 weeks and really 18 weeks because you've got to go to the next meeting. Without a rate hike. Because I'm still saying no rate hike here in a couple weeks. And look at what the debt markets are doing. I mean, we're going to have a 10-year note that's going to crest 5%. I mean, we're going to be, we could easily see a whole basis point rise. We're only, the Fed's only raising quarter of a point. We see a full point rise. In these bond markets with no Fed action whatsoever. And that is telling you the amount of stress that is in these markets. This is why, like I said, remember Jamie Dimon. I keep keep bringing him up because he really nailed it, didn't he? He said, forget about the war. Forget about what's going on in Israel and Russia and Ukraine. We got a big problem. Maybe the biggest problem that's faced this nation in decades because of liquidity. And really what he meant was lack of liquidity. So how do we pay for all of this? I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Right? And now, here's $100 billion here. Well, now rates went up. Oh, wait. Now we need another $100 billion. But wait. Right? Think about the, the earnings from today. Travelers. Travelers insure boy insurance. Man, insurance getting really expensive. A huge loss out of travelers. Talking about, again, talking about disasters and having to pay. Uh, homeowners insurance rates are going to get really ugly. This was a really bad number out of travelers today. Winnebago. The RVs, right? Hey, uh, real simple. Let's just keep it simple. Nobody's buying any, right? Nobody's buying any RVs from Winnebago. Today, United, the airline. Now, airlines have been crazy good. 
United said, uh-uh, uh-oh. All of a sudden, less people are flying all of a sudden. Oh, wait a minute. Fuel cost uh, way higher than we anticipated. Uh, United's down almost 10% today on uh, the news. How about Procter & Gamble? They had earnings out today. Right? Of course, it's always to say, oh, they beat the street. Did you actually look? Procter & Gamble said, hey, man, we're real happy with how much we've raised prices. Matter of fact, Procter & Gamble, when pressed, refused to say that they were done raising prices. At the same time, they said, oh, by the way, we're selling less stuff. We're selling less stuff all across the board. We're selling, but it's okay because uh, we keep raising prices. And then Qualcomm, the chip maker, they just announced 1,250 jobs laid off. Uh, and I've been hearing uh, uh, the chip makers, and of course, NVIDIA, one of the huge, you know, one of the eight. Uh, they may be in some trouble here, Jason. There's a lot of warning signs piling up. And then housing today. What a dis- I, I, I don't know how much lower housing can go. Uh, we're talking about home purchases almost at a 30-year low. And here's the bad part. The 10-year note where it is today means mortgage rates are even higher next week. You feeling pretty good about things? Really? 800-951-0592. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason. Patriotto News Hour here. Uh, we've had a, another one of these big shifts in the gold and silver markets. Uh, we've been uh, extremely busy here. We've had near record demand uh, when it comes to silver eagles. I've got three cases left. Now, we were running them for uh, 14995 all week. I thought we'd be out of them. Uh, and then prices would go back up. But I got three cases left. I'm going to hold the 14995 price. And then the Silver Eagle rolls 610. I'll hold that price just for the three cases. Uh, and then, then, unfortunately, we're going to see much higher silver prices. Obviously, silver had a good day yesterday. Silver's... You know, battling unchanged here today, but we'll see. Uh, silver was up at one point. Silver was up 50 cents at one point today, uh, 23.50. So uh, take advantage here uh, because these premiums, right, they're starting to creep up again. But we're at a, a good spot here. And then on the gold side, gold's up $24 right now, 19 45 uh, TV gold 1960 because they're doing the December contracts all of 2024 gold contracts you know you're looking at $2,000 plus Uh, I'm going to kind of roll back the clock here yesterday we had $20 gold pieces at $2,195 I'm going to hold that for today and today only so today $20 $20 gold, forget about the forget about the rise in price and matter at one point, just to give you an idea, gold was up like 35 bucks. So it's 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 got lots of room to run. And I've got a foot we'll see what happens at this auction this afternoon. This is not a good place to be. And then we've got another 
big auction tomorrow. These are, are things that, again, I don't know what's going to happen with Speaker of the House. What I'm hearing now is they expect Jim Jordan to not get the votes again today. And then what I'm being told is they're going to try to have a vote for a temporary Speaker of the House, uh, this guy McHenry from North Carolina, so they can ram through another $100 billion worth of spending. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I think gold and silver are a great place to be right now, especially when you look at what these major depositors are doing at the big banks. They're packing up and leaving town. They're getting out. There's not a bank, none of the big four banks, none of them have any positive deposits. They're losing hundreds of billions of dollars. And Jason, they've been doing it now for almost the last two years. So when you think about, hey, wait a minute, the reverse repo money's running out. Combined with, oh, wait a minute, our deposits are getting less. Which just means there's less money for them to buy treasuries with. It's just simple, right? Because a lot of the money they got to spend has to be spent on treasuries. Well, if you don't have deposits, you can't spend it. You think this is why Jamie Dimon's saying there's a liquidity problem? You need to wake up before it actually gets here. 800 951 We've got 75 rolls of Silver Eagles. That's it. Then they go back up in price. You buy a case, 14995 Buy the roll, 610 $20 gold pieces, $2,195 at $800-951-0592. And then really quickly, Albertsons, which is now really Kroger, uh, just said already... Uh, the government finally stopped some COVID food stamp stuff, about $90 worth of food stamps. Kroger said, man, that's been a huge problem. Got to remember, there's 43 million people on food stamps. $90 less, that's a lot, saying sales are starting to fall between lack of food stamps and also student loan payments. And then this one, this one's kind of a shocker, General Motors today. They had an investor uh, meeting. They do it, every, you know. They do it every year. All the big companies do. It was scheduled for November sixteenth. Jason, they canceled it this morning. That cannot be good. I my my guess is this is just me guessing. If it was good news, General Motors probably wouldn't have canceled it. My guess is between now and November sixteenth. We're going to hear something very bad out of General Motors, and they don't want to have that investor meeting immediately following bad news. That's just my guess. I think that's Wall Street's guess as well. Yeah, you know, it's uh, they've had the, uh, the the strike and the and the threat of strike ongoing, and so there's there's obviously problems there, and so uh, you know, we see a lot of things happening in October and November. Uh, I think. At the end of November, we're going to have a more clear picture where, where more where we're going and maybe the time frame of it. Because that's the whole thing is we know where it's headed. We just the time frame. We we don't know when, Joe. But 
you know, it's 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 interesting as we're talking about all these things. You know, uh, uh, pe- people need to understand the Fed is actually not printing money. We got to keep going to that. You know, the Fed is it prints more money. It's a it's a Ponzi scheme, and, and the only way to to make it succeed is to continue to grow it. But nobody wants treasuries. Nobody wants dollars. So they're trying to, 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 to save their butts, so to speak, and they're trying to inflate their way out of this in, in one way and not print more money if nobody wants it. No, if nobody wants dollars right now, they got to try to get rid of a bunch of it so they can get back to where a normal liquid market would be for dollars. But, Joe, that's you know, the reason we talk about people running out of money and how, the, how tight things are getting, when you, the average person, or let's say you own a house and you send them – we're in a debt money system – when you send your mortgage payment in, a certain amount of that goes to the principal. When you send your credit card payment in, a certain amount goes to the principal. That principal payment actually makes less money in America. It just goes to pay off some of the debt that you owe. So that money can't circulate anymore. So the more people are paying down debt, which that's what you should be doing right now anyway, is paying down debt. You don't want to be in debt with what's going to happen. There's less money in the money supply here in this country. So Joe, thing you know, when they talk about tightening, uh, tightening really is paying down debts. That's really how where the tightening comes in because everybody has to pay a little bit of principal. If we were all on interest-only loans, there'd be a little bit more money floating around, Joe. But that's not how it works. Eventually, the banks want the actual principal back in some fashion so they can reinvest. But uh, it, I don't see any end to this, Joe. I don't see right now where the Fed is speaking anything about printing money right now. I know that they want to, but I think it's going to be a situation where they're forced to. That's going to be a problem, Joe, if we have high inflation and they're forced to print. It's going to be really interesting how this all plays out. Thanks for Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 $20 gold pieces on sale. We're forgetting about the big move today. Just like it didn't happen. Matter of fact... We're forgetting about the move today. We're forgetting about the move yesterday. $2,195. $2,195. Rolls of Silver Eagles at six ten. Cases of Silver Eagles, 14995 Here's the problem. Silver Eagles, we got three cases at that price, and then everything goes up. Uh, so take advantage. The like Silver Eagle Rolls will go up $15. Cases will go up $255. Uh, 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. If you're new, it's so easy. Just call up, tell the girls I want the special today. They'll ask, well, "Which one would you like?" Well, you know, I want the gold special, or I want the silver special, or I want both, or maybe you have questions. Here, here's the thing: every time when you order with us, you get a trade number that locks you in. What does that mean? What gold and silver does after that becomes irrelevant. If you hung up the phone, let's just say you ordered right now. And 10 minutes later, Israel bombed Iran. Right? Cold goes up $300, right? It's something crazy. You're locked in. You're not paying any more. If it goes down, you're locked in. You don't get to pay any less. You can pay. We, we you can pay with a personal check, credit card. We take them all. Visa, Mastercard, Discover, Amex. We do charge only two percent. That's way less than everybody else. Two percent on credit cards. You can pay cash when you pick it up. Uh, we have offices in Colorado and Arizona. 
If, if you're local and you want to pick up, you save the shipping fee. We charge a flat $35 to ship. Doesn't matter what you order. Flat $35. That's it. And we ship FedEx. Pretty cool. Pretty simple. Uh, it's a super easy process. They, they People want to think that buying gold's complicated. It's not. Buying silver's complicated. It's not. You know, the only question, a lot of people think it's not a stock. Right? That's the thing that's everything. They say, well, you know what? Wait a minute, Joe. You know, uh, gold's $1,945. Why is it $2,195? Well, it's the same thing. When you go to the store and you're buying four ears of corn for $5, right? Believe me, the farmer didn't get $5 for those four ears of corn. Because if he did, we'd all be farmers, let me tell you, right? There, there, you got to remember, this. these prices are to control, in the case of gold, 100 ounces, sometime in the future. And so somebody with a gold mine, well, not even a mine, Hey, I got some dirt in, the, in some godforsaken country in the middle of nowhere that someday, hey, it's got a million ounces of gold down there. I'm going to be able to start mining it in 2031. But I need some money. I'm going to sell these gold contracts in 2021, 2031 for whatever the 20. 2031 gold contracts at probably $2,100 right now. Of course, come 2021, 2031, who knows where gold's going to be, but neither here nor there. That's the difference. You got, everyone, I think everyone can kind of understand that, right? I know I'm oversimplifying well, it. And to add to this, if you're buying, oh, say, a $20 stock, it really isn't $20. You have fees, you have penalties, and you have taxes. So... Really, in some ways, it's the same, Joe. But I mean, a twenty-dollar stock isn't really a twenty-dollar stock either, if you really look at it honestly. Well, got to remember too, stocks have PE ratios, so a lot of them, right? You're paying way more than what it's worth. You just Correct. don't know. They just convinced you, and you don't know it that way. But that's just to explain that to people. So I, hopefully that makes sense. But it's so easy. What happens afterwards? Nothing. Well, I mean, are you going to call me and solicit me and do No. We don't make any outbound phone. The only time we call our customers is when you tell us to. We've got some customers say, can you let me know when my check gets there? Can you let me know when my product ships? Of course, we email you. If you give your email, if you give us your email address, we email you your shipping notice and all of that stuff. I mean, it's super easy. Uh, but after that, you won't hear from us again until you call us again. It's kind of nice, isn't it? Kind of nice. It's just that simple. Just call them up and say, I want the special. But I want to highlight what's going on at these big banks. Uh, Wall Street uh, on parade. The Martins have been doing a great job in all of this. Bank of America just announced their earnings. In their 8K filing, this is where they kind of list, not kind of, but they list their deposits a year ago. It was at $1.9 trillion of deposits. Now, that was down from where it was a year and a half ago, but $1.9 trillion. Their deposits are now at $1.8 trillion. So they've had a $100 billion 
of deposit outflows, which is significant. But guess what? Of the four big banks, Jason, that's the best one. That's the best one. When you look at how much money in deposits, we're well over $500 billion of deposits leaving the big four banks just in the last year alone. And the problem is, according to, to all of them, it hasn't stopped yet. In other words, every quarter, more money continues to leave. And then, how you know, just just as a question, just to be clear, how does a loan is a loan considered a deposit if you're holding a loan, or is that just an asset? That's an asset. This is simply deposits that they are allowed to borrow or lend against. Yeah, think about that. That's how big this problem really is. You know, you think about the reverse repos lost over 1.2 trillion. We've lost over another 500 billion in deposits. That money's shrinking fast. We'll be back. Final segment coming up. Final segment on this Wednesday. Uh, remember this show. You can follow us on YouTube, uh, Patriot Trading Group. Uh, we're also on Rumble. Uh, the half empty cup. If you want to start following us there, we're on Rumble. YouTube would ban us uh, on that show, so uh, you got to follow us on Rumble. Uh, just go to Rumble, search half empty cup, and you can find that show there as well. Uh, gold continues to be up over $22 right now, silver is flat. Uh, Wall Street is down uh, kind of near the lows of the day as that 10-year note sitting at 492 as more trouble in the debt markets. Now the Biden administration saying, hey, we need another $100 billion of aid, mostly for Ukraine, which the Republicans have been trying to resist, but this is how how you get things done, right? Hey, well, we're going to say Israel and Ukraine uh, to get it done, and maybe we need to get a temporary speaker of the House. It just shows you. Whether you agree or not, I don't know about your politics. don't care about your politics. really don't. How dysfunctional this government truly is. This is ridiculous. It's embarrassing uh, at all levels here. Uh, but, again, at the same time, it just, just... J.P. Morgan and Bank of America, in less than two years, have lost over $400 billion in deposits. Not to mention with City and Wells. So forget about $500 billion. Jason, we're probably talking, what, I don't know, $700 billion in deposits being lost in our big four banks. At the same time, the reverse repo, which had $2.5 trillion in it, is down to, I mean, last we saw it was $1.2 trillion, probably less than that now. And all of a sudden, here comes another $100 billion. Oh, wait, the 10-year note keeps going higher. The CBO just had to come out yesterday and said, whoops, boy, interest rates are higher than we thought. The debt's going to be worse than they thought. They're now saying the U.S. debt could be up to $3.5 trillion a year within three years. And and think about, you know, this year, they're going to say officially one seven it was really $2.1 trillion. Jason, that's a lot more debt that continues to be added at the same time. J.P. Morgan says there's not liquidity for more debt. 
No liquidity. There it is again, right, Joe? Just keep on going there. If the, if the Ponzi scheme owners don't uh, add more to the Ponzi scheme, then the liquidity of the Ponzi scheme gets weak. This is why you know Bernie Madoff, you know, failed and ended up where he ended up. Uh, he, he was running a Ponzi scheme, and I don't think he had permission with the uh, bigger players, so he had to go. To, that guy had to go to jail, right, Joe? That guy because uh, well, he didn't. Uh, that, he didn't let guy, the uh, the yeah. big guys know. Yeah, yeah. Right. You can't do a Ponzi scheme we unless in on you it. have permission. Yeah, you have to have permission, you know. So, so liquidity, Joe. You just said it again and again. They're not injecting liquidity. There's a, a crisis with the inflation uh, versus the how much money they're printing right now. They're they're doing the best they can to try to so-called fix the boat so they can kick the can one more time, right? Yeah. Just uh, by the way, Saudi Arabia now says everyone should leave Lebanon. Looks like this war is going to grow here. Uh, the U.S. Embassy in Be- Beirut uh, is now being evacuated. Uh, obviously, uh, the strikes and Biden being in Israel right now flaring up the tensions there as well. 800 951 Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 